Well, hello there, happy innovators. Here we are, post-election. How are you doing, huh? You hanging in there? Are you disappointed right now? Or are you extremely happy and euphoric? Or are you somewhere in between, kind of like me? You know, a guy in the center of all of it, because I'm neither left nor right. I don't have a dog in this fight. That's like a poem, isn't it? It rhymes. And what do I see? Uh, I see a country that is in flux right now. I see a country that is changing. It's progressing. You know, it's not, uh, it's not a small matter, you know, and we're not stagnant, okay? America is not a country that is stagnant. Like there's a lot going on and there's a lot popping off right now and there's a lot of passion on both sides of the aisle and in the center too. You know, there's some passion here too, you know, and I, I love my country like you do, I hope. And, uh, you know, I'm a little disheartened by what I'm seeing and some of the things that I'm hearing, but not enough to, you know, have any major effect on me personally. You know, you have to remember, I guess, uh, no matter how passionate we are about our beliefs and our desires and things like that, that they're not the most important things in the world, at least from my perspective. You know, there, there are other things that are more important than my opinions about things and my feelings about things or my desires right? My passionate desire for something, you know? What are the things that are more important? Well, let's start with maybe mutual respect. You know, treating people with dignity and respect. You know, that's more important to me than my beliefs and my passions, you know? How do we treat each other? That's important. And uh, it's okay to disagree. It's okay to... Uh, totally disagree and to hate the ideas you know but hate the people really hate the people get out no way you know and I and I do have some doubts and some fears even though I'm in the center even though I don't have a dog in the fight the choices are not without their flaws okay and um I guess I just kind of have to believe in my heart of hearts that in the end, the boat's not going to get rocked too much. That's the hope, anyway. I operate and function underneath that hope, you know? Like when Obama was elected, yeah, you know, there were people that absolutely hated him. And eh, I didn't think he was so bad. And the same with Donald Trump, you know? It's like, uh, I don't hate him. You know, it's not, it's not complete chaos, you know, it's not completely bad. There's other things I question, things I don't like, sure, sure. But there's even things about myself even that I don't like, right? So, I don't know. Maybe I just look at things differently or maybe I'm just weird. But I don't think so. I don't think so. I get kind of weary, you know? all the bickering and back and forth and the backbiting and the, you know, 
this this kind of attitude where uh, there's so much vitriol and so much anger that everything becomes null and void. You know, they cancel each other out. There's so much so much dissent and so much frustration and anger that we kind of cancel each other out. So in the end, nothing winds up changing or being said or being heard, you know? And then, of course, there's all that, all the stuff that's been going on for the past year, you know, has brought us to this, you know? And where do we go from here? Oh boy, you know, there's all sorts of possibilities. And I'm certainly not going to spend the afternoon listing them off on my podcast. I'm not going to give anybody any ideas, but oh boy, you know, America, bunch of passionate people, man. Americans are passionate people, aren't we? You know, when you think about it, really, it's like, you know, we're such a, a unique melting pot of people. We are. You know, there's so much, there's so much passion, you know, anything that Americans put their minds to and everything, anything that Americans devote themselves to, it becomes passionate, you know, we're raised that way, you know, we're raised to be passionate people, you know, the framers of our constitution were passionate people. I mean, you don't become a George Washington unless you're an extremely passionate person about what you believe and what you think, what you believe is right and wrong. You know, the list goes on and on. I mean, think about it. You know, it's kind of cool, isn't it? When you really think about it, when you when you try to focus on the things that we have in common rather than the things that separate us, we're actually pretty cool. A pretty cool bunch of people over here, you know? Do you ever think about that? I mean, do you ever sit back and look at uh, other American citizens, the people that you know, people that you don't know very well, but you've seen them on television or whatever? Do you ever sit back and think, man, I admire them. I admire what they do, what they represent. I admire that. Admiration, you know? for other people, for other citizens, you know, even if they're on the other side of the aisle, you know? Like I remember back in the day, uh, there's a talk show host named Rush Limbaugh, you know, and I just, I couldn't, I couldn't listen to the guy, you know? I couldn't, it just, it just drove me crazy. But I love talk radio, obviously. I'm doing a podcast right now. And of course that was many years ago, so now you know, I kind of look at somebody, even like Rush Limbaugh, you know, he's had a long career, you know, he's had a lot of accolades and a lot of time behind the microphone. And I got to say, I, you know, even though I don't really like him and I don't like his message and all that, I could admire the fact that he's stayed with it as long as he has and he's made of it what he has made of it. And I'm not a Rush Limbaugh fan, you know. Can you do that as a happy innovator? Can you look at somebody you don't really like, but can you like still respect them? Isn't that kind of important? I think it's important, right? To be able to completely disagree with someone, 
but disagree with them respectfully and treat them with dignity, right? I hope that in the months to come, because I have a feeling this whole ballot thing, election thing is not going to end anytime soon. And I hope that we are able to find some resolution, right? To the problems and the questions and the issues. It's actually kind of, when you really think about it, it's kind of an amazing event that's happening right now. And it's happening on the world stage. You know, it's like for all the world to see. Like, in my best estimation, I kind of get the impression that there's a lot of people that are questioning, okay, this idea of democracy and republic and does it work? You know, is it is it the right way to go? And I gotta say, right now, we're living through a time when if you're somebody who is questioning the idea of democracy and republic, we are watching it play out right now. We are watching it at work. The election came and went. Uh, there were issues and questions. And the framers of our Constitution, okay, had made provisions for that in the Constitution. Like yet another example of how the Constitution that was drawn up by the framers, the fundamental things that they came up with were genius. They thought of these things ahead of time. Why? Because they were coming out of a tyrannical environment. They were escaping tyranny, you know? So they knew what they wanted and they definitely knew what they didn't want, right? And they made provisions, they built provisions into our constitution to protect the elections and how votes are drawn up and all that. And you know what? I get it with the people that voted for Biden. I get it. You know, it's they were excited, they were relieved, they were happy. You know, they had gotten the result that they wanted. The same feeling, okay, you know, the same feeling that the the pro-Trump people had back in 2016. You know, joy, uh, hope. Um, you know, all good things, you know, and, uh, I gotta say that over the past four years, it was kind of a bummer sometimes to see how rough people were on Trump. And, and I would imagine that it won't be any different for Biden, you know, but the bottom line is this, right? That all Americans should be concerned about the vote counts. Like, we should all be concerned about that. Like, even back in 2000, when all that stuff shook down with George Bush and uh, Al Gore, you know, you remember the hanging chads and all that stuff. And I remember being really disappointed then, too. You know? Uh, even though I had not voted for either candidate, um, I was disappointed that there was, there was scandal. You know, I was disappointed in that. And um, I'm not 100% sure, you know, uh, how can we be? But I, I'm not 100% sure that what happened to Al Gore wasn't wrong. I don't know. It felt wrong. Something about it felt wrong. And it kind of felt like, you know, the president 
elect had not really earned it, you know, and that Al Gore had it taken away from him in some underhanded way or something. That's what it felt like. Am I saying that's what happened? No, but that's what it felt like to me, you know? And that was another case where I didn't have a dog in the race. Just kind of thought about it, like, yeah, something's not right there. And if that happened, and and they'll say that Al Gore was cheated out of his presidency, uh, which I don't know for sure either way, but if he was, that's wrong too. You know what I mean? Like, let's get the vote count right. And if there's any kind of issues with that, like there was, they were saying last, uh, was 2016, you know, there were questions about the election and ballots and whether it was fair. You know what? Let's come up with a way and we can get a guy to the moon, supposedly, and we can do all these amazing things. Let's get it together on the election ballot thing so that it's not, you know, let's, let's get our best minds in the room together uh, from both sides of the aisle, you know, and, um, let them hash it out. Let them kind of come up with a way, you know, something, uh, uh, amendments to our system, you know, the system, how it's done. Maybe, you know, I'm not a civics expert, you know, I'm not, I don't claim to be, I don't even know if they teach civics anymore in schools, but you remember, right? Civics class, you know, where you learned about how government works and you learned about how our democracy works. I'll tell you what, as Americans right now, every single American and really all the people all over the world that are watching this, we're all about to get like the world's biggest civics lesson ever, you know, of how this thing plays out and how it's done and the protocols and the procedures, you know, we'll watch it play out and they'll count the votes accurately and fairly in a way that is pleasing and satisfying to all people involved you know that's how i feel you know if there was any kind of horseplay with the election or voting and ballot stuffing and all that stuff if that happened okay then i am all for uh you know a recount okay let's do a recount and let's make sure that we got our shit straight you know because what is more important than who wins is that all votes count. Democrat, Republican, or independent. That we can all be assured in this age of technology where it's so easy to cheat, it's so easy to do that stuff and not get caught, okay? Uh, that we come up with some way where everyone involved both sides of the aisle can be sure that there was no horseplay, there was no foul play with the votes. Like with Al Gore, or like the situation we have now, there's gotta be some way, some brilliant genius hanging out in America somewhere, you know, who comes up with the way, how votes can be collected and counted fairly in a way, okay, in a way, where everybody knows for sure that the vote count is true. It matters more than anything else right now. I talked about this a couple episodes back uh, when I was talking about um, there's no real way to count the votes. Like, that's the biggest problem in America. I was saying this months ago, you know, 
Like the biggest problem is not COVID. The biggest problem is not, you know, wearing a mask or the biggest problem is not like how much toilet paper is at the grocery store or how much hand sanitizer is available. What really matters is how do we count these votes? You know, like I said, I'm not a civics expert. I don't know. But somebody else out there is, you know, I spend my days making music and stuff. That's what I do, you know, but it's got to be somebody out there who just is kind of like what they do is like figure out how to do elections and stuff. Right. I mean, please step forward at this time, uh, whoever you are, you know, and uh, become a famous American, you know, for saving our electoral process, you know, making it so that Democrats and Republicans are satisfied after each election, that at least knowing that the count was true, they, you know, and if it, if they do a recount on these votes and it turns out that, uh, Donald Trump is the president, then he's my president. I won't get violent. I won't get angry. I won't have sour grapes. That's the president. And if they do a count, I know a recount and it turns out that Biden did in fact win. He's my president. You know, I'm not going to bitch. I'm not going to cry. You know, I'm not going to go around burning buildings down and flipping out and hurting people and stuff because I didn't get the president I wanted. No way. The president is the president. You got to respect the office. That's my opinion. That's how I feel about it. And, uh, whether it be Joe Biden or Donald Trump, as far as I'm concerned, whoever is genuinely elected president, without question, once the counts are verified and everything, however it is, when the dust settles, that's my president, and you won't hear any belly aching from me, regardless of who it is. Why? Because there are some things that are more important to me than who wins the election. Like what? Like how I treat people. How I consider my, my fellow citizens, right? It's not a kumbaya moment either, all right? I'm not saying that we all need to hold hands and, you know, you know. That's not what I'm saying, but damn it, at least some kind of baseline form of respect. You know, that we are all part of this together. That we can have our differences. Uh, and we can disagree passionately. But we can also disagree respectfully. And you know what? I could go on and on all day. You know, talking about this stuff. Trying to drill it into your head. You know, but I'm not going to do that. I think I've said enough. Probably said too much, you know. And uh, it's too soon to really be talking about any of this stuff anyway, really. Because I'll tell you what, in the next month or so, or next week even, probably so much stuff is going to shake down and change. You know, no, nobody really knows for sure anything. You know, it's like up in the air. And it's always been this way. You know, this is not new. It's always been this way. Uh, and we'll see how it, how it plays out. Uh, and the world will be watching, you know, America showing the world how either a, we can do it great and respectfully and just, you know, masterfully resolve these differences or not. 
you know, one way or another. Everybody's watching, though. And uh, I'm actually, in some ways, I'm kind of impressed. I'm kind of fascinated that this can happen. You know, I live in a country where this can happen, where there can be an election, there can be something like that, and somebody has a question or a doubt, and it can be addressed. I think that's fantastic. That's not a sign of a weak system, like a weak democracy or a weak republic. That's a sign of a robust and strong democracy and a strong republic. It's fascinating. However it settles out, you know, however it shakes down in the end, you know, we all live in a country where that can happen. So before we get too carried away with how wrong we've got it here in America, the old U.S. of A., Let's remember, like, you know, how right we get it sometimes, too. And this, is, this could be the most shining example of our democracy and our republic for all the world to see. You know, that we get it right. We can do this right. And it can be true. And that we can all be, in the end, we can all be, if we're not completely satisfied with whoever the president is, Whoever it is, we can at least be satisfied that the votes were counted correctly. And I mean, I, I remember you know, for the past 20 years, you know, every time the elections come around, there was always somebody talking about um, election reform, like there needs to be changes. We need to change it. And it never changed, you know. Because the election would come and go, and then people would forget again. And then another election would roll around, and, hey, we should have election reform. And people would ignore it again. But this time, nobody's going to ignore it. And after this is said and done, after all of this process is done, there will be no more Al Gore hanging chads. There will be no more miscounts and fraudulent stuff. It will be true clear, transparent for both parties, for all citizens involved. That's how I see it. I see it as a positive. You know, if Joe Biden is, you know, your guy and he got, you feel that he got elected, then it will reflect in the vote count. The system will show that Joe Biden did in fact win, you know, and if that's the case, like I said, then he's my president. Okay. And vice versa you know if they do a count and they find out there was some foul play there was some shady stuff going on and it's trump then he's my president too you know and it's not just a matter of taking what i'll get it's a matter of respect for the office you know and let's hope that both candidates you know whoever becomes president uh in the end will you know, kind of like treat us all with a gentle hand, you know, won't rock the boat too much, but you know, maybe that's asking too much. So anyway, that's enough talking for now. Probably pissed enough people off. If I did, I'm sorry. I really am not trying to do that. Just trying to, you know, what am I trying to do? Let's see. What, what am I trying to do? I'm trying to express my opinion about the situation from a center 
point of view. I'm neither left nor right. You know, that's all. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, my happy innovators, uh, I'm going to stop talking for now. I'm going to shut up. <laughs> and I can hear the applause. Uh, finally, this jackass is shutting up. But uh, remember, folks, if you want to keep what you've got, you've got to give it away. And a little mutual respect will get us all there safely. You know? So peace out. Red states, blue states, whoever you are, whatever you are. Peace out. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're happy. Hope you're not too disappointed or whatever, you know. And uh, God bless America. Talk to you next time. happy innovators you brave ones who decided to stick around to the end of the podcast for some music I got a song I want to share in lieu of all this political stuff that's going on right now this craziness I have a song I wrote uh, a long time ago probably 2011 I re-recorded it in 2017 for the Escon's album it was a song called Stand Up and um I know I was kind of writing it from uh, like an activist uh, angle, you know, like a song for an activist or a song for a, a political movement, that, that kind of sound and that kind of lyric, you know. I thought it was an interesting kind of uh, angle to come from. And uh, so, you know, the song is called Stand Up and uh, kind of like standing up for what you believe and what you want and standing up to power and you know speaking truth to power and all those kinds of things like that kind of spirit you know really in my opinion the american spirit that is the american spirit and uh at least in my world you know in my mind so have a listen uh i recorded it twice the first time i recorded it i wound up losing the session it was uh, accidentally deleted you know, uh, by my system <laughs> that happens, you know, so I had done all this work. I had this song, I had finished mixes of the song, but the actual session that had all the instruments and singing and guitars and all that erased, gone, instantaneously gone one day. And that was it. All that work was gone. So in 2017, I decided to start over again, redo it, you know, and release it and that's what I did and that's what you're going to hear so pipe choir stand up uh, and hang in there everybody have faith have faith in our republic and in our democracy and in each other and have respect for each other and stand up for what you believe in amen Thank you.